Hey, two weeks ago, I used the word crapola. And apparently, some people don't like that. Maybe they prefer me using the SH blank T word. But there's nothing wrong with crapola. Actually, it sounds quite elegant. Crapola. It sounds like a an Italian dish. As you look at the menu. Okay, let's see. We have the spaghetti, veal parmesan. What, what's this crapola dish? Served with rice and a salad. Sprinkled with a little onion and mushroom. Sounds quite elegant and del- delightful, wouldn't you say? Hey, if I can get fries with that order, I'm taking it. Yes, I'd like to order the crapola, please. And the waiter quickly says, fine choice, sir. We just flew in a fresh batch of crapola from Amsterdam yesterday afternoon. And what would you like to drink, sir? And I'm sure some of you are thinking that, oh, no, he's not going to order number one, is he? Well, no, I'm not. But suffice it to say, people do drink their own urine for medicinal purposes. I'm just saying. Okay, let's move on. It occurred to me the other day that many people believe that this coronavirus was man-made in biolabs and deliberately set out to harm, if not kill, human beings all over the world. Now, if this is true... How do we know that things like polio, AIDS, SARS, MERS, Ebola, mad cow disease, and even cancers are not deliberately spread and facilitated in the same fashion? How do we know that for sure? With the touted vaccine as the knight in shiny armor to save us all. How do we know that juice inside that syringe isn't polluted also? Because when you catch people in lies, for instance, more times than not, you realize that they've been doing it, what they've lied about for years, (laughs) what they've been lying about, they've been doing it for years, is what I was trying to say. That's what you find out. It's not one isolated time. Like when somebody's caught cheating. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the first time. I'll never do it again. Are you kidding me? You've been doing that for two and a half years now. So I think this is something we should think about as more and more of our history is being proven to be simply false. That we were just being psyoped and manipulated to do what a small group of people wanted us to do. And we would never know it because we're too busy with day-to-day operations of survival, like going to work and dealing with our kids. While all along, this small group of people are working 20 steps ahead of us. You know, they practice lying and deceiving for a living. And naturally, the Bible warns us of wicked evildoers. But you look out your window and you say, I don't see any wicked evildoers. I just see somebody walking their dog and somebody riding their bike. But if you take the time to investigate and search areas that you're not supposed to go into, you uncover the mold underneath the wall, the gross scum that builds up in your pool if you don't take care of it. It's only lately that this is all being uncovered. So don't continue to stick your head in the sand because unadulterated evil is working more and more all around us without us knowing. And here's a perfect example. This pedophilia situation is way out of control all over the world as the powers that be are are trying to normalize it. I remember living in Florida at 22 years of age and I was at the mall noticing This may be a 12, 13-year-old girl walking by herself, followed by some shady-looking older guy. And I got a very weird vibe right away, thinking that something is terribly wrong here. Because she was very stoic and robotic, looking sad and depressed. 
as this guy was three or four steps behind her, just watching her and every now and then talking to her. I wanted to do something and say something, but I didn't know what. I didn't know what to do or not to do. So later that day, I called the Children's Protective Services and, and explained the situation and asked what I could have possibly done. And he said nothing. There's nothing I or they could do because no crime was committed. They can't just act on an accusation or a feel that something's not right. So at that point, I felt so disarmed, so powerless to help somebody who I knew needed it. Because there was something definitely sickly going on there. There just was. And most people wouldn't take the time to care or even notice. But I know what I saw. And if I now saw him and her again, I would say something somehow, some way. And I wouldn't care what the repercussions would be. So kids have been, been, have been abducted and kidnapped for years to be thrown into the sex trade and pedophilia before it uh, used to be primarily young teenagers. Now it's eight-year-olds and three-year-olds. And I hope you don't think this kind of thing is really not happening. Is that what you think? Because it's been going on since the beginning of time with godless people burning their babies alive as a sacrifice to the pagan gods and literally eating their kids. Yeah, you heard me correctly. Boiling and then eating their kids. You talk about corruption, lawlessness, wickedness, and depravity. So it definitely went on back then and is, and is definitely going on now, whether you see it or not. Get it through your head that we don't live in Kansas anymore. And the Bible makes very clear that when you deliberately hurt, let alone kill innocent little babies and children... Then you, then you have the utmost wrath coming your way from God Almighty. And rightly so. Jesus said, it would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Hey, those are mafia tactics. You've heard of uh, one of, uh, and seen, you've heard and seen in movies, people tied up wearing concrete boots to be thrown in a river or ocean. God and Jesus are definitely not messing around here. And Satan, who is the God of this world, loves to convince humans to do his bidding. Because he is ecstatic, ecstatically happy, every time a child or baby gets raped or killed. Because he feels he hurt, he's hurting God in the worst way possible. That's what he lives to do. To destroy his creation and make mockery of it. It's basically a revenge for kicking him out of heaven. This is how he gets back at God. And there's a good amount of people, unfortunately, in this world who let him, who pray and give allegiance to Satan every day of their lives. And it's about time we, we all realize that this is really happening, that it's really going on. And I know it's beyond our comprehension sometimes, because it's so outrageous and seemingly impossible for people to actually do this stuff. But get a grip. It's happening. And it's happening in our backyard. Hi, this is Dr. Grouchy, your personal horror movie gargoyle. Today I want to go over a few very important directives for you to blindly follow to the letter. Number one. Since I, Dr. Grouchy, claim that we have a medical crisis and emergency on our hands, I expect you to believe it, even though I am abnormally short and ugly. Also, number two, just so you know, if I look into a mirror, I will see no reflection whatsoever. Just the most evil devilish vampire you can imagine. And number three, I, Dr. Grouchy, want everybody to be aware that I have made $200 billion off this coronavirus and vaccine. 
And for that, I want to thank each and every one of you, even those young children from 5 to 11 whom we shot up, who will probably soon die, which makes me happy. I mean, I mean sad, yes, very, very sad. And one last thing from Dr. Grouchy. I have a little secret for all of you intelligent, brave people who speak up against me. You know what? You're all right. But too bad, there are a lot more naive, gullible people in the world, so I win and you lose. At least I hope so. Hey, this is Don't Bring Up God. My name is Robert. I'm here with the board guy. We're here every Sunday from 8 to 9 on WAB 790 AM. If you want to give a buzz, the lines are open today. They're not always open, but they're open today at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. Now, there's a movie that just came out on the 4th of July called The Sound of Freedom. With Jim Caviezel, who starred in that nefarious movie. He also played Jesus in that Passion of the Christ movie that came out a while ago. He played the part of Jim Ballard in real life, who's been tracking down pedophiles for years with the attempt to arrest the perpetrators and to save the kids, to rescue them and bring them home. The information in this movie is devastating, which should, which should open all our eyes to the reality of evil. Mel Gibson is also promoting this thing and doing his part to stop uh, this ever-increasing making-money operation. Because as Jim Caviezel explained, when you sell drugs, you may, you may uh, make money out of a bag of cocaine, out of one bag of cocaine, shall we say. It's one transaction and then it's done. And then you go on to the next. But with a child in the sex trade, you don't use up your product. Because they could be having sex 10 times a day for $1,000 a pop for a good 5 to 10 years. The human product gets used over and over and over again. Until they get rescued, possibly, hopefully, or simply die off. So the money that is made is astronomical. And because money is the god of many people, you're going to have people lined up to get involved with it. Then you know what's going to happen one day? You know what they're going to do? One day, they're going to take your family's daughter or son. They don't care who they hurt and destroy and kill. It's all about their money, their wealth, and their power. So do we do something about this? Or do we do nothing with our pathetic apathy, just worried about ourselves again? Well, if you can't think of anything to do to actually help this situation, you could at least spread this truth to others and pray for those innocent victims to be freed and rescued somehow, some way. Because godless people do heinous things that you can't even imagine. In fact, I'm going to say a little prayer right now, and at the end of it, I'd like every, everybody to say, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, to just simply say amen after I'm done with this short little prayer. Dear God, dear Lord, guide and direct us on how to help our fellow man to be instrumental either directly or indirectly in helping those locked up in some kind of prison those who are slaves of another, forced to do unthinkable things. By your power, perform miracles in us and through us and around us to get this done. We ask in your name, amen. And for all you people who think, like I used to, that viewing pornography is no big deal and very innocent, I got news for you. It's not. If you view it, you're contributing to all the sexual abuse connected to it. You just are. You think your hands are clean just because you're viewing and not actually participating? 
What do you think Jesus' opinion on that would be? So don't kid yourself and stop lying to yourself because pornography is a disease like any other vice because it never satisfies you. It only increases your appetite for it. And what kind of appetite is that? It's an appetite of getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And you know what I mean. Because what you viewed last year doesn't really cut it anymore, does it? Doesn't really quite get you where you want to be. So you got to add a little bit more perversion to the mix, don't you? And I know what I'm talking about because I had my hand in this too. It's time for all of us to just look in the mirror and accept what's going on and ask God for forgiveness and then stop doing it. At least curtail it more and more until it goes away entirely. Entirely, You got to make an effort on this because you will be held liable. You will be held responsible for yours and to some degree other people's actions. I'm so sick of people thinking that they live in their own bubble. Oh, I can do just about anything I want because I'm not affecting or hurting people in any way. Well, you are without knowing it. First of all, you're sinning against God, you're sinning against yourself, and you're sinning against others. The more perverted you are involved with pornography, the more your mind is taken over by that sickness and away from the goodness of God. Because you now interpret everything through your pornographic eyes, don't you? But nobody knows about it because you just keep it in your head. Well, it's, t- it's time to clean up all that scum. Get that scum out of there. Because whether you know it or not, you're setting off a certain creepy vibe that you think nobody detects. Well, you're wrong once again. So we all got to clean up our act. We can't think we're hidden and protected. As long as nobody knows, nobody gets hurt. That, that is so untrue. You're falling for the tactics of Satan. You're being made a fool of, and you don't even know it. Now this movie, Sound of Freedom was based on a guy named Jim Ballard, an incredibly well-spoken, courageous man with quite the resume. He basically sacrificed great-paying CIA government jobs to go all over the world and rescue kids. He risked it all. When was the last time we risked anything? Oh, can't go out of my comfort zone. I might jeopardize my time watching reruns of Hogan's Heroes. Man, we all need to take a long look at ourselves and decide what is important and what is not. What is the right thing to do and what is the wrong thing to do? And then act accordingly. Let's do some house cleaning and tighten up this thing. Because remember, one day we're all going to be judged and called on the carpet. And we're going to be asked directly by Jesus Christ, well, what did you do? What did you do about it? How did you try to make things better for yourself and others? Oh, oh, you didn't deem it appropriate to lift a finger to help? Is that what you just said? Well, at least you're being honest. But now justice has to be served. And that justice is the wrath of God. Something you want nothing to do with. And that goes for all of us. So this guy, Jim Ballard, is an earthly role model. He finds these perverted child molesters and pedophiles on video and in person. And he explains how really sick they are. Although they can appear very normal, run-of-the-mill people that you would never suspect. But once you look into their eyes, he said, you can see that something is amiss. Something is terribly off. There's something so wrong going on here. And when you talk to them about little children, they don't even know that they sound perverted and weird. It reminds me of that Penn State football coach Sandusky and Michael Jackson. When they were talking about children and how they interacted with them, it was so creepy. Any normal person would have detected it. 
But yet they keep on going about how it's okay to lie in bed with a nine-year-old and how they so much love them and care for them and hug them and touch them. It's just the grossest thing ever ever that you heard. They're so far out there in a perverted sickness controlled by Satan that they're clueless. They have no idea how sickly they sound. They think it's normal and that we have the problem because all I'm doing is loving a little child. No, all you're doing is stealing their innocence, raping them and scaring them and scarring them for life. And anybody talking to them for any extended period of time would walk away saying to themselves, oh, yeah, yeah, he did it. Oh, he's involved somehow, some way. There's no doubt about it. And I, and I remember those uh, interviews that Sandusky and 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 um, what's his name Jackson had. I'm sure you do too. It was all over the news. And Sandusky, I hope he's still in prison. And and he was a big monster of a guy. And he was caught in the shower on campus with a little kid. I, I, you know, you don't even want to think of these things because it's so grotesque and sick and you feel so sorry for these kids. And in their stupid mind, they feel they're, they're doing a favor to these kids somehow by raping them. Ah, it makes me sick. We got to call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Go ahead. Who's this? Hello? It's Paul. Hey, what's Paul. up? Hey, you're spot on. Let's hear it. Let's have it. Both barrels, buddy. We got to wake up. Wake up, show up, and speak up. Come on. I mean, what's I it going to take for somebody? What's it going to take for somebody to make a move and, and try and help and pray at minimum? Uh, it, it's just outrageous if you take the effort to look. Absolutely. You know, I heard somebody say uh, silence is compliance, you know. Just, you know what, just like you say, when you see somebody following a kid or talking to a kid that doesn't look right, you know what, call 911 or, hey, everything okay over here? You know what, Rob, if something happens, excuse me, if something happens to one of my kids or grandkids, I'm probably going to go to prison or I'll be shot. You know what? And I think it's got to get to that point. People have to realize that, listen, if you cross the line and you hurt or kill one of somebody that's close to me, you're going to, the repercussions are going to be, you're going down as well. I don't understand how this, this animal that killed those, those people in that synagogue, 23 people, and he, he might get the death penalty. And this is four or five years later. This is insane. You know what? The same thing with the cops when they're killed, you know what? Figure out what happened. Give them two months after that. You know, the closest the kin decides how the person put to death. That's how things are going to stop. It, it's just it's just crazy, but everybody's in their own little world, like you're saying. Uh, nothing nothing happens, and when it happens, then it's too late. But people have got to start waking up. Where we become sheeple, and and we cringe when something. No, we have rights too, but we have to protect what's ours. Because you know, I think think God's going to hold us accountable. What did you do with those gifts I gave you, your kids and grandkids? Do you just let the world you know consume them and eat them up? I don't know, buddy. I'm. I'm lost. There has to be some real discipline and punishment for people that cross that line. There just is. And many times in our society today, there isn't anymore. No, and I don't know why. You know, it's like, and yet the same, I don't know, the same leaders, the same fools are, are voted right back in again. But that's because there's too many people that don't get involved. And the reason for all of that is because God, uh, God, Satan is God of this world. It says it very clearly in the Bible. And since that's the case, what else would you expect? Hey, I got a break. Thanks for the call. I don't want to brag, but yes, I am God of this world. I call the shots to give everybody instant satisfaction and pleasure. Never mind how temporary it may be. I would like to give out an award today. An Oscar, if you will. A Beelzebub. 
the best liar with a straight face, destroying others while building up yourself, having delusions of godhood, destroying the United States, and for pretending to lead with a clear defective brain. The nominees are Dr. Grouchy, Bill Hates, Klaus Slob, George Moros, and Joe Hayden. And the winner is... There must be some mistake. It says all of the above. This decision cannot stand. If nobody wants this Beowls Above Award, then I'll accept it. Since I motivate all wicked evildoers to do what they do. I'd like to thank the Academy, my demons and fallen angels. I'd like to thank my... This is Don't Bring Up God. My name is Robert. We're here on WAB 790 AM every Sunday from 8 to 9. If you want to give a buzz and input on this discussion, call 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. So all this uh, incredible evilness of pornography and the sex trade, and pedophilia is incredibly, utterly disgusting. And, and some, some way, we have to do our best to stop it and throw these people in jail for life or possibly execute them. Like uh, uh, Paul was saying, yeah. There's a guy in the movie Sound of Freedom who talks about how he was involved with the sex trade as a client, having sex with them for years. He told this story about just getting done having sex with what he thought was a 22-year-old until he noticed little rabbits or kitty cats drawn real tiny on her toenails, at which point he realized that she was no way 22 and that she was a child. He later found out that she was 14, and she acted as though and possibly even told him, I don't quite remember, that she was dead inside. As she took the money, smiled, and left the room saying goodbye. Now, this guy then reflected on what just happened. And he realized that the death and deadness was more in him than it was in her. He finally realized for the first time in his life that he was the problem. So he took a gun to his head and pulled the trigger. But it didn't go off. He, at that point, asked God to help him. Now... I'm not sure if uh, he asked before or after he pulled the trigger, but he did ask, at which time he was told what, was, what he was supposed to do, which was to reverse his lifestyle and help instead of hurt, which he did. He also made the famous comment in the movie, when God calls you, you don't hesitate. So it's absolutely possible to turn your life around. And we need to pray for that and pray for wicked evildoers to see the light amidst their darkness and repent to God Almighty. Uh, the, the other alternative is to pray that they die before they rape or kill somebody else. I remember when I was uh, at a department store with my wife and uh, uh, my four-year-old daughter. In a blink of an eye, um, I, didn't, I didn't know where she was. Uh, she was gone, and I asked my wife, where is she? And she says what many do, I thought she was with you. Yeah, once that happened, I had a, a total panic take over my whole body, looking around frantically all over the place, asking people, did you see this little girl? Going up to the salesman, did you see this little girl? And I started yelling and screaming her name, and, and this went on, it seemed like 50 minutes, when it was probably more like 10 so the salesman called security who, after possibly looking at surveillance video of some kind, or after already finding a four-year-old wandering by herself, brought her back to us. 
Apparently what happened is that we walked by Santa Claus taking pictures the week before Christmas and it was too busy, so we kept walking. But our daughter, in a blink of, of, of an eye, curled around quickly and backtracked back to Santa because that's where they found her. Needless to say, my wife and I broke down, didn't know whether to hug her or scold her, so we did both. We told her once again to stay with mommy and daddy, never leave on your own, never talk or walk with, with, uh, with strangers, and even if you know them, stay away. Man, my heart was beating out of my chest. I could have had a heart attack. I can't even imagine for the thousands and millions of parents over the years who were in my exact situation. But instead of finding them, they lost them forever. To never see your daughter or son from that point on, imagining the worst, which is most likely actually not as bad as it really is. So as we pray for the missing victims, let's pray for the parents, family, and friends of that child, that they find the strength and courage to move on with their life through God, never ever forgetting their son or daughter, but to take that negative energy and push it into something positive that can help others. Over 600,000 Americans go missing every year. Can you believe that? And although many are runaways, many are abducted and kidnapped to be first drugged up in order for them to be more manageable and less problematic, and then to be auctioned off into the sex trade with buyers ready to pay at least 50000 per person. So if you have 10 kids, do the math. That's a quick $500,000 in probably an hour. And unfortunately... Since the money is so outrageous, many people want to get involved in it and have no second thought about it since their conscience is apparently inoperable. They behave in order to get the most money possible. Nothing else matters. So typically, after years of the sex trade, your body gets used up and you can't go anymore for whatever reason. So what happens then? Well, they, they then kill you. And sell their and sell the child's or the teenagers or the or the older person in their twenties. It could be anybody. They kill you and sell body parts, which is another huge evil money making business that nobody's aware of. Or they simply sacrifice them to Satan as they did three thousand years ago. Which again, people don't think it is happening, but it is. Hey, we got a call at 610-720-7900. Who might this be? Go ahead. Who's up? Hi, this is Sal. How you doing? Great. How are you? I'm okay. What's on your mind? Hey, I saw that movie, Sound of Freedom. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh, my goodness. So, had a, what an impactful movie. I mean, I, I've been spreading the word to get people to get out there and see it. No, it's it's very worthwhile. We have to open our eyes to this. This has been going on, especially in Hollywood and uh, and these high, rich, wealthy circles that, that make decisions to rule the world. It's been going on, and it's been hidden. And, you know, because, and intentionally, because from what I heard, this movie was, was actually made five years ago. And they threw roadblocks to get not to allow it to get on because they're trying to hide what they're doing. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm surprised it did reach the the surface and get on the air at all. Yeah. And you were just mentioning about the selling of body parts, right? I'm I'm active in the pro life movement, and we've been knowing about this. In fact, we have somebody in our group that has actually been working on the thing where the University of Pittsburgh was funding this kind of stuff. And they've been working to try to and they've been able, thankfully, to get it stopped. And so Planned Parent least. and Planned Parenthood has their hand in this too, in a huge way. Yeah. I remember seeing the different um videos on that from the 
Is it is the guy's name? Uh, it, Center for Medical Progress. David Delighton. Okay. But if you watch he, regular TV, you're never going to see this stuff or hear about this stuff ever. No, because they're in the pockets of Planned Parenthood and the sex traders and all that. So do we open our eyes or or do we keep them closed? Okay. Well, you have you have to open your eyes. Otherwise, you will, as you said, you will be judged. Oh, yeah. If you do nothing about it. I agree. That, Anything else? Yeah, just to close, just like that quote from Edmund Burke. He said that uh, evil uh, happens when good people do nothing about it. Exactly. Sins of omission. We think we're yeah. off the hook. We're not. Right. Okay, thanks for the call. You're welcome. And, you know, sometimes parents, grandparents, and family members are the ones doing the raping who also may give them up into prostitution and the sex trade and into devil worship. I've heard incredibly horrible stories of the poor defenseless little kids getting psychologically and sexually and sometimes physically butchered starting at the age of four. And it continues indefinitely unless they're able to escape or they die early for one reason or another. So again, let's do all that we can to help these people, whether it's volunteering, donating, mentoring, or counseling, and praying for them, and asking questions when something looks incredibly suspicious. When your spider sense or sixth sense goes off, that something is terribly wrong, we just can't sit idly by and do nothing and claim that we don't know. No, it has nothing to do with you not knowing and everything to do with you not caring. Because if you cared, you would know. And if you know, then by God, do something about it. It's another day above ground for me, Fred, my wife, and her 17-year-old princess cat, who will probably outlive the both of us. Maybe I should put her in my will. I was never too fond of cats, but hey, the things I do for love and the things God does for me. I'd be pushing up daisies long ago if it wasn't for him. As I look back, he has gotten me through so much trouble in my life. I can see clearly now and I'm grateful, even though we'll never fully know all that God has done for us. From cradle to coffin, thank God for God. And yes, I'm even grateful for the cat, even though she sheds all the time. On my couch, no less. Martha, Martha, get in here. I told you to keep her off the couch. Hey, cat. Get off of my couch! Get off my couch! Look at her! She doesn't move! I'm talking to myself here! Martha, Martha, where are you? Oh, the things I do for love! The things I do for love! Oh, I love that guy whining like he does. This is Don't Bring Up God. We're here on WAB 790 AM every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. The phone number, if you want to get involved, is 610. 610- 720-7900. And why doesn't the media air this pornographic sex trade pedophile problem on their TV and radio shows? How come sex trafficking and pedophilia seem to be the best kept secrets in town? Well, it's because the media instead talks about People's sexiest man issue and J-Lo's next love interest or the next bogus expensive weight loss pill that some greasy charlatan is peddling. Don't you know by now that we are just being distracted away from the things that are important? Things they don't want you to know about. And since the rich, powerful, and affluent people of this world are most involved with the sex trade and pedophilia, it's no wonder that they keep it a secret. Because the media businesses that they are that they own are instructed to lay off and to look the other way. If you say one word about it, you'll be fired or killed off, making it look like a suicide. It's as simple as that. It's been going on since the beginning. But don't you think our government possibly should get involved in this? 
instead of promoting sex changes, which also, by the way, mutilates our kids. Man, I got to tell you, if you don't see the evil sponsored by Satan in this world, then you're just blind or you just don't want to see it or you're a willing participant of it because it's all in our face, all of it. Most governments are nothing but frauds, unnecessary bureaucratic idiots sitting at a desk with either a red or blue tie. We don't want them and we don't need them. It's time for us people to think and act and govern ourselves because they're certainly not going to do the right thing. In our society today, uh, predators of all kind are being championed and protected. In our society today, the good is now bad and the bad is now good. That's just the way it is. And you rational uh, arg- and your rational arguments to convince somebody of this will fall on deaf ears many times because they don't want to listen. They don't operate on a rational understanding of good and evil. No, they operate on an illogical evil that snowballs worse and worse every day that they live. Hey, we got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Hello? Go ahead. What's up? Yeah, it's Richard. How you doing? Hey, uh, I was thinking about the other week about this, listening to somebody on uh, <clears throat> talking about the, you know, our uh, men, amendments and uh, Constitution and how uh, everybody has the right to freedom of speech. Well, that's not true in a Christian organization, in a Christian society. You don't have the right to put forth pornography. And the lie that's been put out there that Christians have swallowed is, well, they have the same right I have. No, because when you do that, they're not interested in your side. You have to bend to their side, but they are not going to bend to your side. It's, they're led by, of course, the demonic world and what they're doing. And it's the same thing with this transgender and all this other garbage. And it's the lie that's, that's been swallowed by the church and Christians. You can't have it both ways. You cannot have them so-called having the freedom to push their, their garbage and evil uh, in society. And like you were saying, you say, well... You know, we're not hurting anybody. Yes, you are. Look at what, how it's progressing. There's your, your picture. This is where it's headed. I agree. Uh, and the churches are pathetic in their response. They do yes. not represent the Bible, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Most yes. of them, they just don't. Every time I turn around, I hear another uh, brother say, I just heard a guy who was um, uh, in Pentecostal, and he said, there was a division, big division in the church, because one side wants to accept the homosexual, lesbian, transgender lifestyle, and the others said, no, we don't want to, and this is the problem. It's in all these churches, and one time I was listening to a Christian radio program, and listen to this, and this is how it, it creeps in and, and progresses. This woman, you could call in and say, what was the most bizarre thing that you ever experienced in church. And this woman called in and said, well, the church decided to uh, put on uh, Sunday night the Super Bowl Sunday game. So, you know, people think, well, nothing wrong with that. So they put it on, and lo and behold, there's Janet Jackson with the wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, like that was an accident, please. Yeah, right. But this is the mindset. Listen to what the Lord says in, in the Old Testament. He said, like the Lord said, this is my house. Get out of here. This is my house of prayer, not entertainment and all this other garbage that they're bringing in. Exactly. And that's, the be- that's why the best thing to do is read the Bible and yes. let God Almighty work within yes. you and, and to you personally on a one-on-one basis. Right on, brother. Right on. And that's a problem in the church. They go in there 
like a, they're visiting a McDonald's drive-through, and they say, well, that's his job. The minister up there, he's the one supposed to tell me what it says. No, you're responsible to pick it up for yourself and ask the Lord to give you understanding in it. And that's why you see all these stupidity and doctrines that are false. Yes, exactly. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate okay. it. Okay, amen, brother. Take Keep care. up the good work. And don't ever say you can't make a difference in this life. Because maybe you can't do it on your own, but with God working with you and through you by the power of the Holy Spirit, anything's possible. I don't know if it was that dude in the movie I was talking about, but, but somebody offering professional help and the message of God approached one time this uh, beat, beaten up, down on herself, depressed prostitute. And he said, I'm here to give you the message of God to change your life and to give you hope. She then burst out crying as she told him that she was just about to commit suicide because she had no money, no resources, and couldn't continue to do what she's been doing. And worse than that, she was pregnant, so she would have been killing two people. But instead of that, she turned it all around with this good Samaritan Christian man. Now, why can't we do what he did in some way or another. And this is just one example of God's timing. When that woman was looking for help in the most desperate of ways, there appeared a servant of God to assist her and show her the way. So don't ever say that I can't make a difference because you absolutely can. Don't give up before you start. Try, try again. With God on your side, you, you can't go wrong. Something good will somehow come of it. But if you are unmotivated without the Spirit of God to encourage you, then you'll just lay on your couch until the springs break. How so, how, how so sadly pathetic when you're so much better than that. You are. Hey, we got a call, but before I go, I want to remind everybody... I want to I want to let everybody know and ask for uh, prayers for Rudy, our caller. Yeah, you, you guys know him. He's been calling for years. Just pray for him and his family. Okay, when when this show ends, just say it or or now. But 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 please play. P- p- say a prayer for Rudy and his family. Thank you. Okay, we got a call. Who's this? Hey, morning, it's Joe. What's going on? Yeah. So. Um... I like to tie this all together. You had a gentleman on before talking about the, you know, drug epidemic and everything. Well, it all plays hand in hand. All these evils are cousins to each other. The drug trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking, childhood trafficking. A big part of it is our open borders. I mean, there's children missing, you know, by the thousands. And why would the Biden administration stop genetic testing, which is a key deterrent to, to proving that child belongs to that, you know, parent or quote unquote parent, because they're all apart. Biden administration is complicit to it. Democrats, rhinos, the global elites, they've been doing this for decades. Um, then there's the whole thing about adrenochrome, uh, torturing children, sacrificing them, uh, literally eating them. I mean, it's so sick and evil. Satan is clearly behind it. And like you said, why, why isn't anyone saying anything about it in the mainstream media, Hollywood, pop stars? You know why? Because a lot of them are involved. And that's why we need so to see this Sound of Freedom. That's what it's called, Sound of Freedom. It just yep. opened up this past uh, Wednesday. Uh, on 4th of July, and you can see it, and I'm sure it will be all over social media. Maybe Netflix will even put it on, but it's a great movie. It's an eye-opener, and these are people that you can trust. I mean, it comes down to trusting people and believing what they say. And, and, if, you don't, and, and if you don't trust them, you're not going to believe them because we're not there. But these people, incredibly trustworthy. This stuff is going on. That one dude that the movie was made out of, is an insider. He knows he's been there. Yeah. So, I mean, this is spiritual warfare. It's been said, since Satan cannot hurt God, he'll hurt and destroy what God loves. Of course, God loves the children. 
God loves people. Uh, so that's where you see this attack on humanity. And he loves your dog barking in the background. <laughs> yeah, he, Listen to that. It's not my dog. Well, not, not my dog, but yeah. well, whatever it is, he's agreeing um, with me. He's he's contributing yeah. to the show. Maybe yeah, put him on the line. Is. Maybe put him on the phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, the answer is preach the gospel. Uh, everyone needs to repent of their faith in Jesus Christ as Lord God and Savior. Now I hear panting. That's, that's not you, Joe. It's the dog, right? No, that's his dog. Okay, yeah. okay. Just want to make sure. That's my that's my cousin's dog. He's a little uh, excited when he sees people walking by. Um, so yeah, it's spiritual warfare, and that's what we need to do. We, we, we see something, say something, do something, and the, what the the Bible commands us: preach the gospel. That's the answer: the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we don't live in Kansas anymore. Thanks for the call. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. W-A-E-B, Allentown. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.